Well, welcome listeners to uh, the second season of the Summer Together podcast. Our hope is that it inspires your faith midweek and keeps you feeling a sense of connection with sisters and brothers in the St. Paul's community during this season. This summer, I've invited a whole host of people to share their favorite poems or stories. And even if uh, poetry or literature is not your thing, you will like hearing the voices of people in our community who will join me. I've got folks from staff and members of the congregation who are joining me each week. In some cases, you'll be surprised to hear what they have selected as one of their favorite works, and you'll enjoy hearing what they have to say about it. Today, I have Bill Curley with me. Bill is uh, one of our pastors and teaches the Ordinary Life class, and so he's brought with him a poem to share with us, and we'll talk about that for a few minutes. Thanks, Bill. Oh, you're welcome. When you first issued this invitation, this particular poem just popped in my mind. I wouldn't say it is my very favorite. I like a lot of poems by Wendell Berry and by a lot of other people. And we don't know who wrote this poem. This is an anonymous poem. And I'll read it to you and then I'll tell you how I got it. Good, Okay. good. It's very short. Matt Talbot was a drunkard. Dismas was a thief. Magdalene was a playgirl and Thomas without belief. But there they are in heaven looking down upon us now, each holding a tilted halo to a badly battered brow. And so the sins of all you sinners don't definitely damn, for your wasness doesn't matter if your isness really am. Mm. So I'll tell you how I found this point. Please do. I'm attending a Richard Rohr conference in New Mexico, and the master teacher for that week is Jim Finley, a man that I love and respect a lot. People may know Jim Finley was uh, in the monastery at Gethsemane. Thomas Merton was Jim Finley's spiritual director. And um, there are a lot of stories I could tell about that, but I love Finley. I love his teaching about John of the Cross and about Christian mysticism and Christian meditation. And he was teaching about the inclusivity of God, that we are all carried safely in the heart of God. And my interpretation, it, my, of my experience, my wife's a little bit different, but my interpretation was Finley felt some pushback from the people about that. Everybody's included, everybody's in. And he just stopped and spontaneously gave this poem. This poem that you this read? This poem I just read. Okay. And he said, I don't know who wrote it. I don't know where it came from. Okay. But, so I came back to Houston and I would think, goodness, you can get on Google and you can find anything. Look around so I looked up the poem and I found out there is no author. And I thought, who are these people? Matt Talbot. He was a real guy in Ireland. He was a recovered alcoholic and is considered the patron saint of, alcoholic, uh, of Irish alcoholics. Dismas is the name that is given to the repentant thief on the cross. On the cross. Mary Magdalene um, has developed a re- reputation of being a prostitute, but many scholars think that's just to discredit her as being maybe one of the chief disciples of Jesus. And uh, the same thing is true of Thomas, discredited as the doubting Thomas. I'll tell you what I think about Thomas about that. But anyway, I have um, believed that we are all safe in God, 
that the gospel is inclusive and that our job is to be like Jesus, crossing boundaries of all kinds to take that message into the world in terms of what we do socially, missionally, in, in acts of compassion and love and mercy that we have outside the walls of the church, which is the body of Christ, that we, we're to be that and we're to take this message there and to announce the good news that you're in, that you're included. That you're in and included. And that, yeah, so. beautiful. I love the end of the poem, the wasness and isness. Let's talk a little bit about that. Um, for your wasness doesn't matter if your isness really am. Talk a little bit about that. How do you interpret what he's saying there? Well, the church is focused a lot um, on sins that people have committed in the past and that your past determines you. And I think what we are beginning to, to learn from what physics has to teach us now is that what is real, what matters is this moment, is right now. What is between us is what is real. And everything that we, everything we need for our happiness and completion and joy is right here in this present moment. Mm -hmm. We're not determined by our past and we don't have to worry about our future. Our wasness doesn't matter if our isness really am. And that's what I think is the, the, why I like this poem so much yeah. is that we're all in. That really am, if I really am being present, if being I really present. am in this moment. Right. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, I think that one of the things that I like about poetry is that it's not rational. And it's not a head trip. It's something, it, we don't speak of God, we experience God. And we do that through art, and poetry is certainly one of those, music and other forms of art as well. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the Bible is largely poetry and, yeah. and metaphorical. And right. We need to see it symbolically that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I, as you know, I went through a period of several years where I was a real student of um, not only the, the teachings of Jesus in the Gospels that we have. Uh, I've been really focused on that the last 15, 20 years. But I spent a good period of time studying in depth the Gospel of Thomas. And I believe that the Gospel of Thomas predates Mark. I don't think it's Q, I don't think it's a secret gospel, but I do think that the, the sayings that we have in the Gospel of Thomas, many of them are also in Mark, Luke, and Matthew, mm -hmm. that the ones that we have in Thomas predate even what we have in Mark, that it's early. And, and Jesus said in Thomas at the very beginning, you know the kingdom of God is spread all over the earth and you don't see it. Mm. It's here and you don't see it. And, and the metaphors that Jesus enacted and the stories that were told about him were metaphors of opening the eyes of people, opening the eyes so that the blind could see, the deaf could hear. Mm -hmm. And I think the, the way that we get to do that is by learning how to be present in the present moment and using the tools of art, poetry, and music, and other things to do that. Yeah. And holy conversations that we have between mm -hmm. each other. Yes, yes.
that help us be in the moment. Yeah. May not be my very favorite poem, but I like oh, it a lot. Good poetry opens up your imagination, you know? It really does, and that one has opened up an imagination. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's in. Everybody's in. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. What a joy. It's been great to have Bill Curley today. If you're listening, you'd like to comment on this conversation or share your own favorite poem, please go to stpaulshouston.org and we would love to see it. Thanks again.